0: Happy holidays, everybody. It's Friday, December 6th, 2019, and we have got a really exciting sidebar show today because I have got a co-host for the entire day. He's one of my dearest friends, uh, Billy Masters, Bostonian, every private festival in the world. Weehonian <laughs> in my fair city.
1: Kind uh, of a relative. Yeah, he, he's, and he's here with us in studio all day. Hello, syndicated I, throughout the world, th- and you can find me on billymasters.com. There you go. Billy, Get
0: the you place. I just got in late last night, like three in the morning from Miami.
1: I did, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had, uh, because one of my papers is in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, and I had some events. I was with Sandra Bernhardt in Miami. Oh, how wonderful. Hanging I'm, out with all
0: of our friends. I love Sandra Bernhardt. Yes, yeah, she's she's, she's amazing. She's great. How did,
1: okay, I've known
0: you forever. You have. Right, I actually accidentally married you to my domestic partner during yes. a marriage ceremony once. And he, <laughs> and he accidentally had a honeymoon with me three times. Yeah, exactly. And you've just been around town forever, but where did did you get, where did little queer Billy Masters get (laughs) his start?
1: Um, In Boston. I uh, started in the clubs, as so many of us did. Mm. Um, I was always funny. In the the 80s? In the 80s, yeah. Well, late 80s, yeah. Okay. Uh, Because I'm a little younger than you. A little. A little. Yes, you are. (laughs) But uh, but just as experienced. I made up for it. Um, And I was doing stand-up. I used to write for Joan Rivers. Mm. And... um, Started doing things in the clubs. And after a number of years, somebody came to me and asked if I wanted to write a column, which I started doing in Boston. Actually, the first paper I was in was Gay Chicago Magazine in Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah, Chicago and San Francisco Odyssey Magazine were my first. And then I started syndicating at a time that there was no such thing as gay syndication. Right, right. I was self-syndicated. And um, was, you know, at the height, was in like, 26 papers around the country. That's so great. When there were 26 gay papers to be in. Right, yeah, exactly, before they all got merged and consolidated. We had like 10 in Los Angeles at one point. Now I think we have like one and a half, maybe two. The Blade and... uh the, the we one that, times, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say the one that Paolo's in. We times. That's Paolo
0: <laughs> Marillos. He's been a guest on our show, by the way, in the past. Uh, a whore. You have He's um, a whore. Yeah, he goes everywhere. Yeah. You have done everything from pride festivals to gala dinners to mm-hmm. charitable events. I mean, you're you're like everywhere.
1: Yeah, and it started by opening for um, performers. Like, you know, I was the one that came out and joked for twenty minutes when you really wanted to see Wilson Phillips. <laughs> now you really want to see Billy Masters. So. We'll Wilson Phillips opens for me. It's the flip side. Exactly. No, I loved them. They were they were great.
0: Please tell me, millennial, you know who Wilson Phillips is. Please tell me that you know who Wilson Phillips is. He saw bridesmaids. Jason
1: well, not a cliff. I oh, know he's straight. <laughs> See, but he's a millennial and straight. This is not my audience. Yeah, but he's I need one or the
0: other. <laughs> he, my my producer is the coolest cat in town. He is such gay loving straight ally. We love him. Hey, yeah, yeah. Since
1: this Appreciate is sidebar, I am reserving judgment till the end of the show. <laughs> I will let you know. He's got he's got really good eyebrows for a straight boy. Yeah. No, no. What are you trying to say? I'm just (laughs) saying you could work at Pump. That's what I'm saying. Um, So yes, I was doing uh, stand-up, and um, yeah, in that you know what I always say because uh, I'm always. Labeled as a gossip columnist, I was Perez Hilton before there was Perez Hilton. You were, and you were. funnier and slimmer. And um, um, <laughs> oh my God, Perez listens sometimes. Oh, time. that's all right. I oh, love is, him. He's my good friend. Uh-huh. No, no, no. He, he. We. There is a a sort of a code amongst gossip columnists that yeah. we do respect each other, even if we trash each other privately. <laughs> um, but there, you know, again. I always say there were people before me there was Charles Bush and yeah, yeah, um yeah. Uh, Ronnie Larson and right. David Dillon and people who were very funny in the gay community who paved the way for me. And then, after I got popular, someone like Perez got in. And then all these tabloid shows started. Right. So it's not that they're copying me. It's something in the ethos and I just happened to catch the wave a little early. Right, right, right. I, and I t- Perez read it, wrote it forever and good for him. I used to tell people you were the gay head of Hopper.
0: Exactly. You, you, like no, the- you lost oh, the no. straight boy you again. Please tell me, my little straight maled- or you know who Hedda Hopper is? Just
2: not. No
1: oh idea. my God! No clue.
3: No clue. No, 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 no. no.
0: Okay, we are like there's, wow. There's
1: no, but I you am, know, they're gay boys. They do not place. know that. I am age. Oh, that's like true. you are like Stonehenge.
0: Okay, Hedda Hopper was like the gossip column in the center Lou of Hollywood. Persons.
1: Right, in nineteen fifties, forties. I thought it
0: was forties. Okay, forties yeah. maybe. They
1: stayed for a while, but she was quite a hit on the Sunset Strip. And start. then there was yeah. Liz Smith, and you know, and Cindy Adams, and Walter Winchell, even, and um. So, you know, there is a tradition of that, but really, even though a lot of shows book me as a gossip columnist, what I am is I'm just a comedian and a columnist. And I'm really more of an editorialist because now everybody is breaking stories. What you're getting from me is either my direct sources or through my purview. Wow. Purview. Uh, that was one of the specials. Purview. P E R V. No. No. P U R. Okay. I got it. God, Go and this is the lawyer next to me. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. When we come back, we'll be interviewing Leonardo Martinez on his big breakthrough in music in Hollywood. He's gay. He's definitely gay. Thanks oh, for tuning in here on Channel Q. And that is the beautiful voice, so Leonardo Martinez, our next <laughs> guest here. Well, oh, you Sidebar. sound really gravelly. He folks, sounds really No, bunch? you. No, oh, you. Oh, oh, I sound gravelly? You gravely? sound like
1: Lucille Ball in the morning. Wow. Well, oh,
0: oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Lucille Ball after having a pack of cigs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there oh, we go. <laughs> oh, God. That was actually the wrong one. I think this is the one I want. There.
1: <laughs> there you oh, got, thank got, you. That you go. Go. Keep that <laughs>
0: one. Keep that one. All right,
1: go to the Leo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. He's beautiful, isn't he? All right. Now, don't get in this. Pants, he's what? hot. Let's just talk. <laughs> you know, this is a me too friendly oh show. My you say hot, oh my I say beautiful, and I'm the me too. Exactly. Okay, got it. You're closer to him. Let's go oh back to God. our guest, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> of course. He has a lovely voice. Leo, thank yeah, you. You're
0: breaking through with you music. You're a Jersey boy, right? Yeah, you, yeah. that's where I'm from. Man. And your music, everywhere I go, I seem to see you. You're singing, you're acting, you're dancing, you're doing a little <laughs> bit of everything. And that's why you came to LA, yeah?
5: Yeah, I started off uh, coming here because of grad school for acting and film. And and during my studies, I collaborated with filmmaking students, and we put music videos together for some of the songs I already had. Oh. And then after I graduated, it just sort of took off, and I had people from Jersey First actually reach out to me and say, hey, I see what you're doing. I'd like to connect you with someone from Gay Pride. Which, which Gay Pride was that? Uh, Asbury Park. Oh, cool. That was my first I gay- have not played that one. It's a good spot, and yeah. um, that was my first Gay Pride that I ever performed, and that's for... Where I'm from. So it felt really nostalgic to be able to go back to Jersey and do my first performance there. And then I did New York. And then after that, it just continued to domino effect into other things. When you said graduate, how old are you? (laughs) I'm 30.
1: Okay. Oh, you look so much younger. Thank you. He does. He does. He does, doesn't he? Remember thirty. The clothes John. you and I are wearing are thirty years. I'm old. They're They're from t- the 1930s. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be 31, though. I'm like holding on to 30. Yeah, but again, <laughs> if you look good and you have great energy, you have really youthful, like exciting energy. Who cares? Thank you.
0: Well, you were like musical theater geek in high school. Is that where it all got started? Or kind started of. even like before?
1: Glee, like a Glee kid. Yeah,
0: you were what?
5: It didn't happen until freshman year. I played soccer. I did basketball. I did all the sports. And then in high school, my very teacher. Athletic He's
0: athletic, too. And yeah. I'm an athletic supporter. Yes, yeah. you are. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my snare drum? Oh, you are so uh-uh. biased. Sorry, I, I'm busy. I don't get a snare drum. <laughs> Billy gets all the snare drums. Well, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you did Coachella, and and uh, that little music clip you sent us was really kind of cool. That's really wonderful. Thank
5: you. Yeah. How'd you get Coachella? Well, no, I actually won um, a contest that Coachella was, or that Channel Q was doing, mm-hmm. and I signed up my name, and I actually won two tickets to go to the Amp Radio Channel Q oh, house oh, to attend oh, for the weekend. Cool. Got it, got it. And that was my first introduction to uh, what Channel Q was really doing, right? And yeah. Seeing and you know seeing what um, what was going on.
1: Oh, very very cool. Yeah. And how much sex did you have in that house?
5: <laughs> that was not you know what? all what was going on not everybody <laughs> that is not what
0: was happening <laughs> not
5: everybody is just drawn asking. like you that was me. not even a gay party completely it was really it was it was completely neutral yeah 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 I, and yeah. I
0: see that he, I've actually had some conversations with him he's a very conservative cat you know Where, pillow talk does not count as a conversation John <laughs> oh my god why is it assumed that I do that with everybody who's well just look at you <laughs> okay alright
1: back to our guest <laughs> do you have a boyfriend no I don't okay and you are gay you're not like bi or any of that crap? I am gay. I okay, am gay. Okay, just checking. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and I you live in commit. West Hollywood now? No, I live in Van Nuys right now.
1: Oh. I yeah. know, I'm well, a little far. <laughs>
5: You'll get
0: there. You're only 30. I'm only 30. Yeah, I hit I'm you. only 30. And will. But you, I know you performed recently, I think at the Viper Room, or you were... You know, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this year specifically,
5: I had prayed to get more LA experiences because while I'm happy to travel and perform, I was looking for opportunities to be where I'm at. So And seen by people here. Right, exactly, and introduced myself to this city. It's a great community. showcase city. Yeah, exactly, and that's what people come here for. So I got the Viper Room directly after Tulsa Gay Pride. I was listed as a headliner this year for Tulsa Gay Pride. Great. And I did that at the Viper Room, and then Carnival, which is a huge dancing showcase that does take place globally, but they've been doing it here for like 25 years or something like or 20 years. And uh, Missy Elliott has uh, performed there, Janet Jackson has performed there. Um, it's a great stomping ground for people here.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. You know, you are interesting to me because you have figured out a way to combine your being gay and your very Christian beliefs. And that was a struggle. <sighs> You're Christian. Yes, it was a struggle for no. a lot of us from a certain sure. terra- time and era. But you seem to have put the two in the same place. Does that inspire your music and your artistry? And 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Is your music like empowering or or message-based in terms of your your beliefs and faith? 100%. That's how it started. My music, you know, I
5: went through a journey of uh, alcoholism and addiction, and during that time I wasn't realizing it, but then when I started a relationship with God, and this is before I found sobriety, um, God just really let me know that he loved me unconditionally, and then my music just started to talk about that relationship, Mm. and that's how my journey started. I just was... Speaking authentically from the heart, and then when I went to Gay Pride, I actually was looking for research on how I could feel comfortable performing Christian music and the Christian story to at that a Gay audience. Pride event. Sure, and I had nowhere to look.
1: They really. I've done every gay pride there is, and I have. I don't think I've ever come across a gay Christian artist. Till now, and not not to put you in a pigeonhole, Uh, but it's the truth. But yeah,
5: I never. I didn't have any research to go off of. I just literally had nothing but my faith to Mm. lead me there. And I remember crying like a baby with my mother, who's probably listening right now. Hello, mom. (laughs) He's wearing
1: clothes and everything.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm fully fully clothed. Um, Yeah, I was crying because I had no idea what this was going to turn out to be. But it was the most beautiful experience ever. I got up there and I just confidently spoke about where I was at and I just told that relationship and then it led me to where I am today.
0: Which is really cool. Yeah, A lot of, we know from our demographics, there's a lot of very young people in small towns that listen to this show. Oh yeah, And so I think some of them are probably in that same battle for their soul between their religious faith and their (laughs) beliefs and their sexuality. And
1: seeing that there is somebody that they can look to who has actually navigated that is really important because a lot of times you think you are the first. Mm. until you see a pathway and you don't have to take that same path, but it gives you the courage to take even a little step. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Do you ever have to do reparative therapy? We've had people on here that went through reparative therapy and it was torture. It was human torture, the things that they put them through. It's a bunch you know? of crap. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of crap. Yeah, you know, let's ask mom. Did you ever
1: put him in reparative therapy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no... Re- There's no I mean, Pence issue going on there? Um,
5: I definitely did have, you know... A weekend away with my father, where there was um, this trying to come to. Um, there was a lot of people that were working through a lot of conflicts in that space too, and I didn't understand why I was there. But I never went through any kind of shock therapy. You know, yeah, I did great. have support despite the fact that there was a conflict. But I think there was just a lot of unanswered questions for them, and I was too young to answer them. Yeah. So.
0: You know, part of it, too, is the culture. You're Puerto Rican, right? You're, I'm you? Cuban. Cuban. You're Cubano. 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 I,
1: Cubano. So I interviewed Celia Cruz twice. Okay.
5: Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There so you, you go. So you get it. And, oh, and, yeah. And no, fabulous. Fabulous.
0: So religion and faith are pretty much in the center of a lot of Latino life, and I'm guessing that's probably true, as being yeah. raised in a family that was Cuban. Is both sides Cuban? My
5: my father is Cuban, huh. and then my mother is Italian and German. Ah. So
1: is the father listening? No, probably yeah, your not. your mother's listening. My mother's so definitely getting listening. Getting all the dirt. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> He's oh. praying.
5: <laughs> no, but they've, they've come to Gay Pride events and they've supported me. Really? They, even they, your, wow, my, even your my dad. dad. Yeah,
1: actually. An old school he, Cubano,
5: wow. He came to New York Pride when I performed at New York Pride. That was when they did ABC and oh. Bianca Del Rio and Michelle mm-hmm. Visage was on that stage. And my dad stood right backstage and he watched the performance, what I did on 6th Avenue, completely from
1: my angle. Was that his first time seeing you perform in that kind of an environment? Because that's
5: a lot. Uh, In 2017, yeah, that was his first time. And first he got exposed to Asbury Park Gay Pride, which is a lot more, you know, park, family friendly, picnic kind of style. Mm -hmm. And then New York Pride, which he was like, whoa. You know that was a lot for him, but you know him and Bianca Del Rio—they were actually going back and forth in the trailer before wow. before we both went on stage. And watching them go back and forth, it was really the funniest time. So oh, you know, that's really cool. he, yeah, it was really cool. It to also watch speaks that. to
1: your father that he's so open to that and really not embraced it necessarily, but got it.
5: Yeah, he got it. And that was, and I think this year actually he's gotten so many more things. He gets the fact that I live in LA. He doesn't like that I live in LA, No. but
1: beca- because he misses me. You Fair. want to know how bad it is? He's in Van Nuys. Yeah. He's not in yeah. I
5: mean, seriously. <laughs> I couldn't Sorry, even do t- it.
0: <laughs> With apologies to all of our fans in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. We love both of you.
5: <laughs> I love the Valley. Yeah. No, but... Yeah, he's definitely been really supportive and it's been a lot of you know, a lot of him figuring things out, you
1: yeah. know. And it is a journey. We forget that we've been on it internally for so long. Then you spring it on somebody and expect them to catch up immediately. Yeah. And it's going to take time. Right. Right. You have to have patience and love on both sides. Right. You got a website?
0: We got some events coming up. We got less than a minute. I'm gonna make sure we plug whatever you got coming you up. You can oh, follow me on Instagram,
5: it. just call me Leo. Okay. Just call me Leo. Okay. And then my website also, www.justcallmeleo.com. Got it. Yep. That, yeah, you can find all my stuff there. Social
1: media, you're everywhere. Yeah, okay. I'm, just, I'm trying
5: to do the thing. <laughs> but those are the best places
1: to get me. Awesome. Well, yeah. Dating?
5: No, I'm not dating. Okay,
1: just like people want to know these things, John Duran. Don't look at me no, like no. you don't want to know. I
0: know. I, I I already know. I
1: you know, I've Christian, gay, but also cute with a nice body. No wonder they were receptive. <laughs>
0: oh my! Oh my God! But I
1: don't even was, know what that, when was. Was that, that was. sound was. That I think we that just I, got it. That was I, a grinder. I know what that was. <laughs> hold on. He, Leo's gotta go. He's got to uh, go. Leo has a very up. important
0: call to attend okay. now. So, Leo, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a happy New Year. Feliz
1: Navidad. All those
0: things. When we come back, we'll be talking to the rabbi, Denise Eger about her upcoming Hanukkah message here on Channel Q.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: And Billy Masters. And Billy Masters. We're gonna have to get that. Remand. We gotta get that. Masters yeah. and Duran. Oh, Duran and Masters. God. No, Masters and Duran. Masters, <laughs> no, Masters and Duran. No, because then Duran and Masters, then you're my opening act. Ah, oh, see, it. Got there's it. a get good it. way either way you look at it. Hey, that
0: Leo, he was really sweet to, to never touched one. him. No, I know, but he was really sweet. I mean, he, he, <laughs> see, guys like that, I, I know because I watch him. When he walks in a room, like people stop. And well, stare did you notice so he beautiful. walks
1: in? Well, yeah. All right, calm down. stop, hey, but he was so. Much we more. live in West Hollywood. Okay, he's divine. He's beautiful. Yeah, he is.
0: And he's really soulful. He's really and it shows.
1: But right. what I like is he really has this great smile right, and right. this openness of face, yes. which I know you enjoy an open face. <laughs> oh
6: my god. And, and on, on that
1: note, oh, is the rabbi here? I think the rabbi's
0: here. Oh my oh. god. Thank God the rabbi Rabbi Eger, welcome to the show and a happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, sir. We've got Billy and, Masters hosting with me today. I hope you know Billy from LA Pride oh, and hi, other places. Hi, Billy. Good to hear from you. And you too. Happy well,
1: holidays. Thank you.
0: Rabbi, I know Hanukkah comes a little late in December this year. I think it starts December twenty two or something like that. But I figured yes, it we, does. we would get a head start because we always feel like poor Hanukkah doesn't get its due. It's just due. <laughs> we just gotta jam Hanukkah in there. Well somewhere. but it
1: lasts a while.
0: It so, does, you know, Seven
7: it does. It got eight whole nights. Yeah, you don't Crazy get the nights, impact says Adam of Christmas. Oh
1: my God, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rabbi! What is your Hanukkah message going to be, 2019? I mean, we are some really weird and bizarre, dark times, and so times like this, we rely on our clergy to like show us the way, show us the way forward.
7: Well, I, I, first of all, I, I want to just share with you both of you and and all of the people that are listening. Even in the darkest of times, we have to seek the light, and that is the message of Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a holiday, the festival of lights, and it is about the time of rekindling and reigniting our resistance and our passion, and that is the message of Hanukkah. You know, the history of Hanukkah is one of the first holy days, holidays, that uh, Mark's the fight against oppression and religious freedom. Hmm. Uh, It's actually something that happened in real history, not just kind of the myths of creation, um, but the holiday of Judah Maccabee, who was the leader of the resistance, and his father against the Syrian Greeks who wanted to impose uh, their ways upon the people of ancient Israel. And uh, Judah and his brothers and five of them, and his father Mattathias resisted and led basically guerrilla warfare, one of the first examples of guerrilla warfare against the Syrian Greek army. And uh, I Against all odds, and this is where the inspiration for Hanukkah comes. Against all odds, against the greatest army in the world, they prevailed.
0: You know, I just I, I just learned something. All this time, I thought, well, it's all about the chocolate Hanukkah guilt. That's no, and, the, and the oil yeah, and the oil Listen, and, and the Hanukkah candle with eight candles right, on it. But
7: yeah. there's that, I know those those are the we bonuses. know the
0: rituals.
7: That's the presence and the celebration that came afterwards. But the story behind it is one that we, as particularly as LGBTQ people, should take to heart when we're talking about people trying to change who we are with the continuing oppression with the use of conversion therapy Mm -hmm. upon our lives, we have to fight back at every ounce and moment that we have. And it gets tiring. Listen, those of us who've been fighting for years for LGBTQ rights, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And we have to, all of us take inspiration wherever we can in our community and our relationships with one another. And this holiday of Hanukkah is all about helping us rekindle that light and that fire. That's what the Maccabees did in the ancient temple. Once they defeated that horrible oppression. They cleaned up the ancient temple sitting on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem and they rekindled the light of the menorah. And that's what yes, we do when we light the menorah. In, right? This is where, finally, where do the oil
0: part, yeah, yeah.
7: That's when we, yes, because the oil lasted. Yes. And so we rekindle the light. And that's what we have to do in ourselves in these dark times is rekindle our light inside by our community involvement with what one What a another.
1: lovely Hanukkah message! Can I ask wow. a question? You talked about fighting back. After the fighting back, when does the embracing of the enemies and trying to get along, how does that fit in with the fight?
7: You know, that's a really important question that you ask. And that is that takes some time, Billy, that takes time on both sides for traumas to heal. And then we live, at least in the Jewish world, and I I think in the Christian world, too, is that message of love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. That's when we have to dig deep into those messages and allow that embrace to happen. But it does take take time. And we're not saints.
0: You know, we we had Thanksgiving dinner at my family's house, and my brother and sister are Trump people, and my Certainly. uncle is a Trump supporter, and I just had to, like, you know, grin and bear it and smile, yeah. and you know what? This is my family. I'm going to love them. Donald Trump will come and go, but this is my family, and I don't agree with them, and but it's going to have your, to be
1: okay. But does yeah. your uncle treat you the same way absolutely so yeah. that's the key yeah, yeah. i suppose yeah. is that you have understanding on both sides
0: you know i don't even think he they believe half the stuff donald trump stands for but it's just like that no, he does they're, they're so tribal I, I guess maybe the democrats are really tribal too i guess we
7: dig in i i I think you're right, John. I think everybody's very hunkered down in their position. And the question is, is to be able to rise above that and to see people as real people. A lot of times we only see each other with our our tribal costumes on and not get beyond the costume and get to the heart of the person.
0: yeah, Your synagogue, is, is it conservative or is it reform?
7: No, we're, we're proud members of the reform movement and okay. uh, have been for many, many from our beginning and uh, have taken uh, done a lot of work to uh, create uh, LGBTQ equality. In fact, uh, we're going this coming week to our General Assembly, our biennial in Chicago, uh, where uh, I have a really historic book being uh, put out about uh, that's filled with LGBTQ prayers and meditations and wow. reflections yeah. and it's it's called where pride dwells and it's going to be available starting in end of February beginning of March but uh, we might be able to have a deal for your listeners. That, uh, oh, that would be awesome. Definitely a pre order deal. Yes. But Perhaps this, but, a holiday but gift. It's it's so historic because this is the first time any major religious denomination has published uh, LGBTQ prayers, reflections, and meditations. And it's interesting, some of our leading activists have uh, pieces of reflections. Roberta Kaplan, Evan Wolfson, the, the attorneys on marriage equality, Bruce Valanche and Robin Tyler, wow, some of man. our... Great queer uh, comedians, they have reflections in this about uh, their inspirational, inspirational material.
1: Oh, I heard about this. My friend Alan Rich had told me about this,
0: correct? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, congregation Call me has been around since when, Rabbi?
7: Uh, we were founded in 1992. Okay. So we've been uh, West Hollywood's Reform Synagogue since that time and a congregation that's primarily LGBTQ and uh, one of the only congregations in the country that has two queer uh, clergy people.
0: (laughs) And and I know you're now, you're like the head rabbi for all the Western rabbis or what is the
7: title? I I served as, I'm now past president, but I was the first gay person, lesbian person to be president of all of the reform rabbis internationally from twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen. That's awesome so I continue to serve in leadership roles in our denomination. Um it was a pretty historic time. Yeah, wonderful. Are those numbers still going up
1: as time goes on Are more people turning to faith? You know what? We okay. got it we have to go to
0: commercial. Hold that question, oh, well, Rabbi. When we come back, oh, we'll great. start right there at okay. that question. Thanks for tuning in Meditate here on here on Channel Q Adam Sandler's Happy Hanukkah. There you go, Rabbi. We thought we that. For that you. Do you sing that in <laughs> yeah, the
7: temple? You sing that, Rabbi. Yeah, we do sing it in the temple. It's one of my favorites. Oh, oh all right.
0: <laughs> I love it. Gang, we're talking to Rabbi Denise Eger from Congregation Kolami. And uh, Billy Masters is hosting in studio with me today. So. Co hosting. Co hosting. doing he's it alone. Co hosting. No one does my. it alone. <laughs> Rabbi, um, right before the break, oh, yeah. uh, Billy asked a really important question that people well, going back to faith, right, Billy? You,
1: well, you were talking about the growth in the the outreach that you've had around the world, and so I'm curious, how are the numbers skewing in these times that we've talked about people having uh, questions of faith and trouble times in our government?
7: People are so hungry. They have a spiritual hunger that's overwhelming, and they often don't know where to turn. Um, and uh, I see it every day: people calling and checking, trying to check in. They're not necessarily going to traditional institutions uh, where there's a lot of fear about whether there'll be acceptance for queer people, but they're seeking out congregations like mine that are um, founded and rooted in queer community, and looking and hungry for answering those life questions, Uh, and most of all, finding meaning in community and solidarity, and so that's a really important part of uh, this search for meaning that I think is part of the journey of life.
0: You know, Rabbi, I've known you such a long time, and you and I have walked a path together through HIV and AIDS and all the people we had to bury, and then, of course, the fight for the military service, and after that, the fight for marriage equality. And now here we are, you know, into a brand new year, 2020, you know, with, I think, people resisting the current government but hoping for a better future. What, What do you envision for our people as we move forward?
7: Well, I think that's a great question, John. One of the things I, I've been concerned about is uh, actually people's exhaustion levels and not showing up because the work is not is far from done, uh, and especially when you look at the global situation of queer people, uh, they're still. Uh, many cases a century behind where we are and so we need people to remember that even if here in california or in a certain parts of our country are are comfortable with our lives we have queer people on television uh it's not so good for a lot of people even here at home yeah. and uh Look at what's happened with our trans uh, service members and being uh, summarily dismissed from our own military. Um, The rise of uh, right-wing nationalism here in our country that is hostile and violent toward LGBTQ people. Uh, The rise in hate crimes against trans women of color in particular. So we have a lot more work to do, and I think that has got to be the focus of our movement, and helping this younger generation of queer folk energize and be out in the streets with us old-timers.
1: I think one of the good things is that we're hearing this rise of problems against, say, the trans members of our community, against women. I think that I don't know if the numbers are rising so much as the consciousness and the discussion is rising. And I think in an older era, these things would have happened and nobody would have reported them. So the fact that we are discussing them, in a way, I think it gives rise to the negative side, but it also incrementally helps the positive side.
7: I think that's in part true, really. And I hope hope that uh, folks will see that they also have a sense of responsibility and obligation Mm. towards one another in our own community our own queer community to uh, join together to support one another Uh, whether it's the Our queer infrastructure, our organizations that work on behalf of people with HIV or our community centers or national organizations, political organizations. We need everyone in our queer community to participate at some level and to roll up their sleeves and help change the world to make it the place we want it to be.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I tell young people, especially a rabbi, is that at the root of transphobia and at the root of homophobia is misogyny. It it is the Mm -hmm. hatred of women or the notion of women being equal—that uh, is so threatening to a certain category of men. Not all, not all men, but uh, you know, there's a certain group of men that get hostile to that notion. So anything that they perceive as being effeminate or feminine, or if a man's not acting quote unquote like a man, or mm-hmm. if a trans woman in their mind is trying to be something that they're not, which they are—that uh, mm-hmm. is the violent repulsion that happens within them that leads them to attack, yes. attack. Violently.
7: Well, and in this era of toxic masculinity, uh, we see what's how that's played out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bullying. I think that that comes oh, from yeah. the governmental environment. I know that you mentioned something that uh, reminded me of Joe Biden when he put his hat in the ring and said he was fighting for the soul of this country. Mm. And I think well, that's one of that's the right. things that you're fighting for as well. It's something that we can all oh, agree I'm, on.
7: I've, I work every day on behalf of lo- the souls of our community. I Not only do I pray for them, but I hope that everyone in our LGBTQ plus community and, and our allies um, can... Uh, Work together to uplift our common soul, not only as a queer community but as of our nation. Um, it needs to be transformed, and we queer people are the key to that transformation. I believe.
0: Yeah, Rabbi, we got less than a minute left. You want to tell us about your upcoming Hanukkah <laughs> services or website? Yeah, we or- have
7: some great, great things happening to celebrate Hanukkah this Sunday, December eighth, at Congregation Kolamee in West Hollywood on La Brea. Uh, the Golden Gelt Room presents Liz Glazer, lesbian comic, uh, from four to six thirty p.m. with casino games, raffles, and great food and music. So I that's the that. Tickets are available at kohl-ame.org, K-O-L hyphen A-M-I dot O-R-G or just come on down, 1200 North La Brea in West Hollywood at the corner of Lexington. And then on Friday the 27th at 8 p.m., at 7 p.m., I think, is our fabulous Hanukkah festival service during Hanukkah. We bring your menorah, we light them all together. Great food, latkes, potato pancakes, Ooh, dreidels, latkes. Hanukkah... Chocolate Gelt, John, just for you. Oh, yes. And, yeah, yeah, and yes. a lot of great music, and cute, including Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. So, oh, um, I love We it. invite I love both it. of you and all of your listeners to both of those great events this Sunday, December 8th, 4 to 6, the Golden Gelt Room at Congregation Me, And then again, Friday the 27th during Hanukkah, 7 p.m. at Congregation Columni, West Hollywood.
0: Rabbi, a happy Hanukkah and a happy New Year to you. Gang, when hey, we come back. New
7: Year, guys. Thank happy you. Holidays. Thank you.
0: When we come back, We'll be talking to the diva Jennifer Lewis Uh, here on Sidebar with John Duran. Welcome back, gang. I am co hosting today with the incredible Billy Masters. Hello. Hello again, Billy. And we are in for for such a treat because you managed to snag um, one of my great divas and loves. I loved, loved her forever. The incredible Jennifer Lewis is joining us. Jennifer, are you there?
1: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We've got the diva in the AM. Diva in the house. Yeah. (laughs) She is also, I have to say, one of my dearest friends, and I love you for doing this. Thank you, Jen. Oh,
3: it's my pleasure, guys. Hi, everybody. I'm excited. We're
1: getting ready for the holidays here. We're kind of getting a little ho-ho-ho here.
0: That's
3: right, honey. Ho-ho-ho. You got the ho over here. I I do. (laughs)
1: And that ho just got back from Antarctica.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen. All I can tell people about Antarctica is that it is certainly one of the most beautiful places on planet Earth. I mm. mean, the fact that I was under the Earth and didn't fall off was a miracle itself. <laughs> but I was pecked by a penguin. So I'm. Oh, my God. Rest.
1: Well, this is after they told her, don't go near the penguins, which, of course, immediately she went over. Get over here, penguin.
3: No, it was a great trip, and I am made new, and I'm also uh, putting out a climate change video because it is melting. I did talk to the captain of the ship on the cruise I was on, and he told me the Arctic is in more trouble than Antarctica, so I just want to say... Um, you know, sh- uh, shout out to the planet. So yeah. everybody try doing your part, okay?
0: It's so true. I mean, the North Pole has pretty much evaporated. All those poor polar bears have nowhere to go. Right. And now the right Southern now. Pole is being affected. And uh, right. y- you know what happened the last time this happened to the globe? We had an ice age mm. for yeah. 10,000 well, yeah. years. yeah, yeah, The planet yeah. makes
1: a correction And if we're not there. We, it right. wipes us out. So, I mean, That's if what happens. nothing
3: else, be selfish. Well, there will be one survivor.
1: Well, yes. And a penguin, too.
3: <laughs> Me and the penguin. Exactly. Me, me and my
1: penguin pecker. <laughs> but this weekend, of course, Jennifer's come back, and she actually cut her vacation slightly short for her dear friend, Miss Debbie Allen. Jen, tell us all about the hot chocolate nutcracker. Ten years. Well, Debbie
3: Allen has a school um, in uh, Los Angeles here, and she I have watched her over the years work with these children in the community. It is a spectacular gala event that she uh, sponsors every year. I've been there. People have given so much money to the school, but of course, they always need more. And uh, when Debbie Allen calls, you answer the call. She gave me my first job in Hollywood, and there is nothing she can ask me to do for her that I wouldn't do for her and those children. So, uh, as soon as I got off the plane from Antarctica, I think I was coming out of Buenos Aires, and um, she had left me 15 messages. All right, maybe five, <laughs> but it felt like 15. <laughs> and I, I had to go straight to the studio to, to try on my rat outfit. Wait, I now you are playing from- a rat Yes, a mouse in the nutcrack. I've got my little nose. And you have and my, a cute little tail. tail. Yes. Oh, cute little tail and ears, and I just can't wait. And I'm singing Stevie Wonder's "I Wish Those Days Would Come Back Once More." Oh my God, that sounds
1: amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah. And there's with, a video on. Her there's a video mm-hmm. on
1: your Instagram page
3: from Absolutely. the rehearsal yesterday. Absolutely, and she's so happy. She's so excited.
0: You know, our, our our programming manager Brian Holt says he knows you from the Cross Chapin days. He was part of your oh management team God. way back west, and he's like, "You're Bam. having Jennifer Lewis on. Tell her Brian Holt says hello." So, oh,
3: uh, give him my love, and you know, those were the days of Barry Cross when we did Jackie's Back. Oh,
1: Barry, mm.
0: and uh,
3: so that was a those were great times.
1: But let me just say, so Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. There are also some fabulous co-stars that you have in this. Oh yeah,
3: Raven Simone and Felicia Richard. God, and, I know. And and Shamar Moore. Absolutely. Shamar. Absolutely. Save Your Glover. It's be a great, it's great event. And
1: it's happening this Saturday. It is mm-hmm. at the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there are tickets still available if you go to thehotchocolatennutcracker.com or mm-hmm. Debbie And it's mm-hmm. a gala. Tickets are available for all price points. It goes to a good cause. You get to see Jennifer Lewis dressed as a rat.
3: (laughs) A mouse. (laughs) She said a mouse. It's really a a rat.
1: I know my rat. But
3: straight from Antarctica. A rat straight from Antarctica. You want to talk about a roller coaster career? (laughs) Blackish? Yes, By the Antarctica. Iraq. I,
0: I love you in Blackish. <laughs> I look forward to hearing Aww. your character.
3: I just, I do love. They have captured you in that character. That is you. That yes. is you. Well, you know, the writers are amazing. I always say the writers are the star of this show. To be able to uh, take these modern day, very important issues and make it put comedy to it. Sure, there's and
1: there's capture a your dramaty. voice.
3: And and, and I have to say, it is the cherry on the top of my career to be doing a Kenya Barris show where, you know, the message is going to be there and, you know, it's going to be delivered with uh, great enthusiasm and and it will be entertaining. You know, you will be entertained. Now, I have to say, you know how humble I am. Yes. When Jennifer Lewis comes on that television, you know, I'm going to give 2000 percent. So people will stop that remote when they see me, and it makes me happy. I want you to know that I am grateful for that. And since we only have
1: a few seconds left, I have to say, if you're looking for a holiday gift, Jennifer's memoir, The Mother of Black Hollywood, in hardback, in paperback, and best of all, in audiobook. To hear her read that book, (laughs) you don't want to miss it. Check her out also on Instagram, The
3: Jennifer with one N, Lewis, correct? absolutely it's uh, actually it's jennifer lewis for real oh i'm sorry jennifer lewis for real no that's okay you just trying to almost gave my email i out almost still.
1: did the <laughs> minute you corrected me i'm like oh no <laughs> Jennifer, have that's
3: a... That's okay. I can't wait to hear from 10,000 people. That's today. all right.
1: As long as you still answer my calls, that's all I care about. <laughs> have <laughs> a very right. happy holiday, Jennifer. Merry Christmas happy and a happy New Year. Everybody. Love you, play mama. Right. See you tomorrow Thank night. You. We'll be
0: back Good after bye this, day. Bye. bye, honey. We'll be back after this here on Channel Q. We need a little Christmas from, of course, Auntie Mame. Rosalind Russell, never Lucille Ball. Right, Billy? No. (laughs) My co-host for the day, Billy Masters, is in studio with us. Hello,
1: billymasters.com.
0: We are joined. They've been guests on the show a couple of times before. Dennis Osborne and Byron Noreen are back once again. (laughs) Back! Thank you, everybody. And why are they back? Thank because you. they seem to know everything about everything to do with the
2: movies and television.
1: saying
6: this.
2: Yeah, it's so true. They're my Wikipedias. I think we know everything about everything. Yeah, That's possibly. what he keeps saying. And, and television and movies just sort of fold into that category.
0: I'm oh. Right. Now, last time we were here, last year, we talked about holiday movies that you absolutely must see when you got downtime over the holidays. And you said to me, John, we got to talk
2: about holly, uh, television specials. The and best. I'm like, what? There's... More than one. Millions. Yes, and actually, you know, we have to also chastise you again because oh. once again you said that that song was from Anti-Mame and nice it is not Anti-Mame Mame. it is Mame oh my god there is the a musical tip. I did
5: see that on the on YouTube yes. when I was researching it yeah. just Mame on there I was just like, Mame oh.
1: the musical is just Mame so that means spanking. spanking number Bad two is game. coming your
8: way <laughs> so after this so it should be Angela Lansbury and not Lucille Ball yes
2: thank
0: say. you uh, thank you Byron Noreen wow <laughs> alright oh my god I got three Hollywood people I'm not gonna say a
2: word <laughs>
1: That would be a first.
2: Um, And it's odd to think that (coughs) neither Angela Lansbury or Lucille Ball were in any Christmas specials at all that I can think of. Can you? Did we? Did did we see any of them in this list that we were compiling? No, I, I don't think so. All right, okay. what's the list? You got a list. What? Oh, no, she wasn't a Santa Claus movie. Angela Lansbury. She was Mrs. Claus. Oh, Santa she was Claus Mrs. That Claus right. that Jerry Herman wrote the music for. Well, we just saw you know, little tidbit specials that people usually don't see that, that they probably should, especially for their bizarreness, I would think. Like, um, well the Judy Garland special, the variety special, everybody has seen that and it's really remarkable. Everybody has not, because I have never seen it. Yeah, I
0: I and the, the straight boy. And the, the straight boy. The millennial, I guess the straight boy, the millennials and me have never seen whatever but it is you're talking seen about. It. It. Oh,
1: of it's course, I'm, I'm of a it? certain age. No, not not only, only that, it, it's beautifully shot. Yeah. It's it really,
2: really is. It really is amazing. And it's great that it's on DVD for mm-hmm. anybody. You should definitely see that, John. That's your shame on you. That's, I know. K card revoked, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> well, he's busy at that orgy. <laughs> what, Byron? What? Oh, if you a... only heard what goes on during the breaks here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's the <laughs> word. He's got something in his throat. He'll say it's a tickle. Back to the holiday
3: special.
2: holiday oh, special. <laughs> sorry, yes, yes. Um, but there are also two great ones. Both of them involve the Muppets. <gasps>
0: and, um, I love the Muppets. I
1: love the Muppets. The Anything
2: first one was... with a fist
3: up their ass. <laughs> oh
0: my
2: God! Okay,
0: I'm sure that's up against the line on the FCC. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the words
2: but were fine. The the first the John Denver and the Muppets one is it's hard to find. I think it might even be on.
8: Yeah, was, I don't think it was ever officially released, but you can find it on YouTube or.
2: or yeah, there's a bootleg there's bootleg of copies of it, yeah. and it's definitely worth watching. It's really. What's
0: it called? A Christmas Carol. I saw the Christmas Chris- Carol with the John Muppets. John Denver Christmas no. with the Muppets. Aww.
8: Is that what Don, John Denver and the Muppets? They the also Muppets. have a Christmas album that was
2: released from that special, huh? Which it's I, really it's really excellent. Must be from
0: the seventies. That's when yes, John Denver
2: is. was all the rage, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, late seventies and seventy nine. Yeah, it's that one. De- wow, like the he had dates right there. Well, like the Judy Garland special, that one is definitely a, a must see. It's it's really really terrific. And then a couple years later, the Muppets did one by themselves. That's actually even better. It's that one though is frustrating because Disney released it on DVD, but because of music right licensing problems, they cut out a lot of the music. Oh, and it and it really shows. It's it really lacks it, but. Other people have again done great bootleg copies of it, and you can buy those on eBay and things, and with the with all of it restored. With the whole what's it called, shirt. the Muppets
8: Christmas Special? A, a Muppet Family Christmas Special. <sighs>
2: oh, yeah, all right.
8: And it, it's, that's, it could
2: heal the country. I
1: think. I'm just curious. Oh my God, that's a lot to expect of a Muppet.
2: It could heal the country. I love no, the it's Muppet. It's healed me of many diseases over the years. That's for <laughs> sure.
8: But it's all these diverse characters and. It, all of them are getting along wonderfully. Hmm. When the Swedish chef is going to kill Big Bird and and cook him alive, Big Bird gives him a chocolate-covered birdseed, and he changes his mind and serves wheat and cranberries instead. Wow.
0: It's really There's a message in there somewhere. How how many versions of A Christmas Carol are there out there? I mean, there's the original one from like 1930-something, right? Uh,
2: Yeah, well, film-wise, there's there's at least ten that I can think of all the way up through the there's an, actually they're doing a brand new one. Um, there's a brand new one that's just gone into production. Um, so there's always one being done, but the but there's very few of them that are good. I think that that really match the that really match the excellence of the book. Which which is opinion. your favorite
0: then, or which what are your favorites? Because I know you're not going to have any one. You'll.
2: Um, you know what, oddly enough, my favorite one it was a was an animated version of it in nineteen seventy one. Um, with Alistair Sim doing the voice. And it's it's I thought it was hard to find and then last night as we were going over this list we found that on YouTube as well. Wow. But they the person who posted it posted it backwards.
1: What so does that mean?
2: They they reversed it, probably for copyright issues. Oh, the name. Um, no the whole the whole Video. The whole oh, video was backwards. audio Yes. Got it. So I downloaded it and then, and then converted it and converted it and um, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but it brought back a lot of. Mer- it's really excellent. That and Alice justin really
1: also did the film.
2: He did yeah. one of the first films. Yep. Which is a, which is a good probably one of the best versions of it. But I think my favorite is that animated one. It's only a half hour. It's um, from 1971 and it won an Academy Award actually because it was um, it was a short first oh wow hmm. but um, but there's a lot of bizarre versions of it and a lot Susan of Susan Lucci Susan oh, Lucci did so a version of a of Christmas of Carol it, oh yeah and then, of course, there's all the Rankin Bass um, stop motion animation. Those I can get this. a little bit creepy, though. They are creepy. Are and you talking
1: like
0: the Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer claymation? Yeah, that I there's love that. there's no, really that.
2: disturbing parts in that, though.
0: Oh, what? come on! <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not, look, the millennial and I are agreeing. What do you mean? We Sa- love the because claymation. Santa
2: Claus is a real jerk in that one. He's That's a true real. He is. He's cruel, and stupid. Oh my in god! That version. And also. Um, just the way that just the way those characters are treated is so is disturbing. It's it's just you know, it's kind of especially watching it in this day and age, you just think how how is this ever acceptable? Okay, but the Island of Misfit Toys
0: Is what I related to as a child. This island where a train with square wheels or a bird that swam and didn't fly. I think still relate to that as an adult. I still to this day right. But i still on
2: that island, John. We're still trying to get you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're still trying to get you (laughs) adopted. As as a little gay kid, this
0: island of misfit toys was like you know something that I understood because that's how I felt.
1: That's where you and he went to Fire Island, and it was the whole thing. There I was, and it came true. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so other specials. So a lot of celebrities did specials in the seventies.
2: Yeah. Um variety specials. Variety specials definitely. for the
1: holidays though.
2: Yeah, but most of them are disposable of that era and that's why the Judy Garland one, the John Denver one, they the, stand those up. really stand up because they're they're timeless.
1: Versus the annual Andy Williams or Perry Como ones. Yeah, I
2: mean you just roll your eyes and you Again. Know, it's the same songs and people swaying back and forth in winter coats with snow falling. I mean how much of that do you really want to see? Uh, only once a year maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we got to go to commercial. When we come back, more about holiday shows and specials and movies here and on Channel Q my favorite claymation the snowman from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer hey there you go take Burl that Ives. Dennis Osborne Burl
2: Burl I love Burl Ives. No, no it's a great it is a great special and it's a it's a tradition but when you when you watch it now there are things that you go oh they'll just make you squirm and uncomfortable hmm. all
1: right, those wanna, other reindeers were not very nice the, no they were it's not it's all about exclusion and fitting I know in. because
2: in the original song they just wouldn't let him play in reindeer No, games, but, then but they're, they're hostile fun in of this. Him. yeah they're hideous yeah but the fall up one was really interesting that they did the um, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town with Fred Astaire. One of my favorites. But did you ever notice that Jessica, you know, the school teacher, was yes. so obviously clearly modeled after Barbara Streisand? And they were desperate to try and get her to do it, and of course is she did. Is that true? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. If you watch it, you can she see looks even so the claymation does all too. these little arm motions, and when she's singing her My World, you know... Um, My world is beginning today is a song mm-hmm. that she's singing, and she does all the barber Streisand maneuvers. I mean, you can almost see the nails on that the little doll, <laughs> and then the, the, the hairstyle. Because You're she, right, the
0: hairstyle. Yeah, she takes yeah.
2: the thing out of her hair, and it becomes right. the barber that that. Uh, on a clear day, you can see forever. Bubblehead bark. I got a hairstyle. feeling my millennials has no idea what we're talking about right now. Do you? You've That's never seen problem.
0: Santa Claus is come into town, Clay Mason, have you? I
6: haven't. No, you haven't right. seen that. Let's that was hear, a classic. Let's
0: hear from the two millennials in the room. What I mean, what traditional holiday but shows the or movies? Millennial. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm take, the boomers. We've we oh, all Byron. Are, uh, Byron, oh, Byron is oh, I really a millennial. A millennial. Yeah, Jason he's I a little late, late
2: for millennials.
8: All are right. you a millennial? I don't think. Well, this is a whole other. discussion. I was born in 1980. Too, so Tell. I don't think uh, I am, but no, I don't you may think be so. generation. I'm generation uh, Y. y. All yeah, right. y. Yeah. Uh, Why? All right. Why? Question mark. Like yeah,
0: holiday right, so. specials, you have to see every year. No.
1: Elf. Elf. All right, that's, there you go. Elf. Well, that's they're a movie. That's not special. That's it's like a, that Christmas yeah. story. People love that.
2: Yeah. Never got into that. Yeah, but that's a film again. You're right, that's they're, not they're, my... We're talking about traditional specials, television. What about the... Isn't shows? there a
1: Star Wars Christmas special? I know there's a Halloween, I but think, I think there's a Christmas too. I think
2: they banned it from the airwaves. Well, they did. Uh, it's supposed to be really bad. It is terrible. There's that Charlie Brown Christmas, but that's terrible.
1: Oh, I love terrible. that. Terrible? How is that terrible? You have to be kidding.
2: I'm not a fan. Compared to the Halloween one, it's terrible. Oh, one. oh no! I don't
1: side. even remember the Halloween
2: one. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh yes, yes, yeah, oh, yeah. all right. Well, I'll the write Great that Pumpkin. Out. Yeah, the Charlie, right. the go. Charlie Brown one is. I mean, that's that's An class classic. sacred. I mean, you, yeah. Oh gosh, that's it's that's <laughs> what started. It's a spiritual that's actually game. what started all the Christmas. Is you that, know, that right? Specials. That Charlie Brown uh, yeah, Christmas Yeah. Well, I mean, Rudolph was, I think, a couple of years He has a tree,
0: that. and all the needles fall off. That's kind of what well, I remember. Well, it
1: didn't have many needles to begin with.
0: Yeah. He picked the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. That's often the saying you, when you go to the Christmas tree farm, oh, there's a Charlie Get Brown Christmas that pathetic tree. one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 But there's also, did you ever see um, The Littlest Angel with Johnny Whitaker?
1: Oh, isn't, yes, I remember Connie that. Connie Stevens.
2: Yes. That's really horrific. I can't believe that <laughs> they subjected children to that because you know at the beginning of course he's romping around singing you know skipping and chasing a dove singing the song and then he jumps off a cliff and dies Dies. but it it is mitigated because you can clearly see a stagehand's arms catch him right on the side of the frame so that so i mean that you can get by it but then heaven is this hideous nightmare of a place where angels are mean and you have to work and get jobs and to get your wings and they're and they're um, Sounds like Van Nuys again. They're dismissive and they're insulting. And, you know, the angel uh, what's Fred Gwynn, who is... Wonderful, and he's great as this angel, but he's you know disturbed because he's this failure that's trying to help this allergy. It's really a downer. Is
1: that what the afterlife's going to be like? That's what's what's so awful about it,
2: exactly. If that's
0: heaven, no thank you. Well, I mean, how long can you really play a harp before you'll get bored? Seriously,
1: we need to have a little conflict in heaven. What is your one (laughs) must have that we haven't mentioned that you're like, you must see this?
2: Um. What For is a connoisseur that we haven't mentioned, um, mentioned the Captain and Tennille. <gasps> Captain and Tennille, but that's actually a great Christmas special too. That is, that is a good Christmas that's special. A good one
1: didn't the Carpenters have one too?
2: Well, see, that's another. Now we're getting creepy again. Because
1: well, <laughs> They are the love song between brother and sister. It's very children Richard and the Karen
2: Carpenter, why is it creepy? Well, because the second one, especially, they're oh. you know they're invited everybody over to. Uh, the halt to the house for the holidays, and they each have decided a gift they're going to give. And Karen's gift was food. <sighs> And she's giving little. the food away. She died of anorexia, Jason. didn't eat anything. Yeah. She's, wow! The whole special is her in the kitchen cooking food and tasting things, and and it's, okay, it's very in unsettling to creepy. And then saying I'm full. To, in red- <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's actually on YouTube, and if you, it, there is a lot of knowing, you know, her tragic fate soon right. after that, just a couple years after that. And she looks very anorexic, and also. But when you watch it now, it's there's a lot of cringe-inducing moments watching it. Mm. But Gene Kelly and was in it Georgia Engel, and it's very. And the music, of course, is fantastic. But it it, you watch it now, and it is really depressing to watch.
0: All right, I I, what gets uplifting. Let's go back to the movies. That's something not because I I like. (laughs) Oh well.
2: Yeah. Well, there's the, there's the Grinch, too, the, that special legend. Oh, that's oh and we're talking the oh, animation, not, the, not if, one of the I'm not talking about the Jim, like the Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey version. No, 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 are talking about I think it's like hysterical. No. I think
0: Jim Carrey just took it and ran with it. That's I love it. Yeah. No. Go
2: no, we'll back to the original. We're on the same page. No, the reason. animated one is very uplifting, and yeah. it's not in your face, and it's a great message. And it has a message. The message is great. But it's
0: only 30 minutes long,
2: and it's done. Exactly. That's what I like. I In and we'll, out. The Jim Carrey one should have been 10 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some of
1: us have played it. And
2: even that. then, I probably would have gotten bored. And I have to say, my favorite Christmas song, I think, is
8: 90s goth band Love Spirals Downwards doing a cover of Welcome Christmas from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas.
0: So, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> pull, pull that up, up Jason. I, that's a little obscure. Maybe we have to find that for our next top of the. Uh, yeah, commercial yeah, we'll bread. do it during the break. We'll come back with it. Yeah, that. that's a very
2: obscure thing. Yeah. But, you know what? I th- but Billy, you asked uh, what yes. special. Isn't is is, yeah. is that we haven't mentioned? I think the Pee-wee Herman Christmas <sighs> special is, is it that no, really, really it done? Existed.
0: And there's no creepiness there. Like he's well, no, it's, it it
2: it's it's funny, it's charming, it's Christmassy. I think that one is a. Is I would definitely recommend that.
8: And the list of guests Cher, Katie Lang, Joan Rivers, Josha Gabor, Little
2: Richard.
1: Oh, it's a, a little ne- gay wet tree? tree. Annette yeah. Funicello
2: yeah. and Frankie Avalon. Oh my god, the, what a
1: great cast. Yeah.
2: The Del Rubio triplets.
1: The Del Rubio
2: I love the Del Rubio. Does anything bad. say Christmas more than they the They performed on the Golden Girls.
1: Yes.
7: Whip they were good.
0: Sophia's act
2: yes i remember them yeah it's a Loved oprah them. winfrey Dinosaur. i mean it just goes on you can online. find
0: all these online
2: i guess so I on youtube i know that that's available on dvd but that i that one is a great christmas special for it's hilarious it's really enjoyable really well done hmm. um that one i definitely would recommend
1: and going back to movies one movie for the holidays if i put a gun to your head
2: <gasps> i know Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see this, but he just put a gun to my head. I did. And it, this isn't loaded, is it? No,
1: but there's no security. Here, oh,
2: oh, thank God. Um, oh, it's a water pistol. What am yeah. um, I doing? The one, oh gosh. Love Actually for me, sorry. I know you hate that movie. I know you hate it, so but
0: I
3: horrible.
2: love Love Actually. It's terrible movie. It's I, uh, one movie I I don't know I really don't uh, there's so many
8: I'll just say Christmas in Connecticut 1945 Barbara Aww.
1: Stanwyck Dennis Morgan Aww. I think I
2: would say the original Miracle on 34th Street is just with Natalie what's her you can't her name, stop right? watching that movie yeah. it's so good and
1: what about Pocketful of Miracles although that's
2: sort of holiday no yeah. oh, holiday yeah, it is, but it's it's kind of hit and miss. Creepy. I mean, at the top of the list. I mean, it's a wonderful life, of course. Bishop's wife. <gasps> the um, Bishop's wife. There's so many great Christmas. And of course, movies.
1: Jennifer Lewis was here. And she was in the remake, which was Whitney Houston. The Preacher's.
2: The Preacher's wife. wife. Yes, another one. <laughs> <With> Whitney. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Jennifer Lewis. Well, when we
0: come back, speaking of Blackish, Jared will be popping in the room. We'll hear from his perspective on holiday What's specials.
2: Yes, he, oh, he's I don't delightful. Know who he is. You're going
0: to love him. Oh, I love the black Thanks people. Thanks for tuning in here, gang, on Channel Q. Love spirals downward Welcome Christmas Gang we got Jared Hill Who's joined the party In the studio He's
1: Hello on Jared there. Hi Jared Welcome. Hey there how's it going Go Who do on. you have Coming up in the next uh, uh, We've
6: shift. got a very special Show coming up We have Dr. Jen Mann uh, She's a love, sex, and relationship Therapist And she's on with us Every Tuesday But she's actually Going to be co-hosting With me all day long So we're going to do Like a special edition We're going to be Taking calls from listeners uh, Getting their feedback And they're giving them uh, Advice Taking their questions And all that So that's going to be A lot of fun Especially those listeners With the holiday blues There there's that there's all kinds of different things so um, we're going to talk wow. to her and she's going to be really awesome we also have lisa bloom that's going to be on with us uh, um, we're going to be talking about this uber report that just came out saying that there's the you know these really really uh there's these really high numbers of uh, sexual assaults and rapes that are happening three thousand um, over three thousand um and, and it's more the, than five thousand over the course of two and years. that the apps knew about it well, they knew about it and they've been trying to figure out how to handle it. Uh, Lisa Bloom is up actually representing a lot of the folks that um, have been uh, making claims against Uber. So she'll be joining us uh, in, in the 12 o'clock hour to talk about uh, the victims and you know, what those rights look like and what they're going to be doing um, in terms of filing lawsuits and things like that against uh, Uber.
0: So a while before you walked in the room, we've been talking about favorite <laughs> holiday specials,
6: like mm-hmm. must-see movie or must-see television specials. I heard that. You got one? Um, I don't like have to watch something every year but I will say that I started down the holiday movie um, uh, rabbit hole if you will because I started watching I got Disney Plus
7: <gasps> oh. which really
6: started me off uh, the month right way month, or, full year month to month or I got the month to month because I wasn't sure if how I was going to yeah. feel about it but it I so start? started it and I love it Yeah. yeah. Um, I started watching Home Alone because as a kid I used to watch Home Alone every day I would come Very home and watch it like <laughs> you know like it was a TV show or something Yeah. Right. Uh, I would come <laughs> home and watch that. So then I watched Home Alone, but then I had to watch Home Alone 2 because, you know, it, it moves you right to the You're well, There you go. And then uh, I started watching The Santa Claus with Tim Allen and oh, then yeah. Santa Claus 2, which I didn't even know existed. And then there's a Santa Claus 3, which I just couldn't do. Dumb. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what I mean? So I started watching all the movies from, like, childhood, um, but, like, I hadn't seen Home Alone in easily a dozen years. It's a good so. throwback for it's you. It's so good. Yeah, I love Macaulay Culkin in that movie, and I'm like, We need to do like a new version with like a little black girl. And like tell her story of like you know kicking ass in the house. So that's what I'm looking she'd be to. a nice sassy black girl. Yeah.
1: And Jennifer Lewis as her kindly say, grandmother. Lewis, <laughs> oh girl. my god, we yeah. casted. Jennifer
6: was it. here. Yeah, she was on a call. We just had oh, a call. Great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jennifer Lewis as like the grandmother. grandmother. I, well, actually, or funny, the bad Mrs. Claus. I, well, oh, I, was, I was I was
7: she saying, saying that goodness. I would actually want
6: Marseille Martin from Blackish. Um If oh, it was like five years ago, the little girl from Blackish, I thought she'd be like the perfect person, but she's a little too old for it now. So. Um, I'm working on that in my brain right now. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah. We'll I'm get some understand. people. We'll get Kenya Barris on
6: this. I, I. Yeah. I'll call Kenya. <laughs> okay. Please. Um, and, well, Jennifer I'll can do the it. It's at fine. Or something. So.
0: Yeah, Dennis. You were any other holiday specials? We're like winding down. But I mean, you hit
2: most of them. I think. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Most of the most of the traditional ones. That's classics. The, that's what we, the, the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is one that we did. Come across last night, which starred Brenda Vaccaro of all people. Oh, and it was Brenda Nestor, Vicar- the long-eared Christmas donkey. Like was that what it is? We were too afraid to watch that one because it did just it. It was a cross between what Bambi, Dumbo, and. I mean, it just—it was another one of those Rankin-Bass ones. where this they just, is like a bestiality Christmas. They threw every childhood <laughs> oh, story into the blender this. and came out with a long-eared donkey starring Brenda Vaccaro. So. Oh, wow. Well. That's Yikes. a little
6: creepy. I know last year uh, there was a new one that uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen did on NBC, and I thought it was really cute and special and like funny. And like I was like, oh, I could look forward to this again next year if they do like a new one or if they like, re-air or something. So like, I also enjoy like the new interpretations of, of holiday stories. So mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah, yeah. That.
1: And Netflix is running a bunch. I know they have some specials yes. that they they commissioned I think Dolly Parton did one that I think Jennifer Lewis and Debbie Allen were in
6: there's um we, we're we talking about how Hallmark and oh, Lifetime Hallmark. really lean into like the holiday movies so they we have a, a Lifetime executive coming in who a Lifetime film executive coming in to talk about like the uh, the season of holidays for them because Lifetime started their Christmas movies October 25th October 20th. I was
1: gonna so say so did yeah, there yeah. should be the Hallmark a channel yeah, because I be cannot fine. watch my Frasier reruns at night because it's 24 hours yeah. of holiday well, have it <laughs> on Netflix oh. Now. So you I can know, watch, now. I know, but I Frasier. like no, I want to watch it on recap. You can
6: watch it without commercials.
1: Uh, I like my commercials, because then you have, can go to the bathroom. You can just pause <laughs> you, there is a pause I button. I want to pause it. Oh. <laughs> I,
2: love, I like I scheduling love the, these. I love
1: the Either the pause resistance yourself to, or the I'm very yeah. resistant. To the convenience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's too convenient. I don't want to be too convenient. <laughs> I don't want
6: to be able to pause it when you I know, feel like it's it. It's
1: like a sex app. I don't want to just order what I want. I want to have the struggle. I want to work for it. And the surprise.
6: I guess when you Put it that way, how can you <clears throat> argue?
1: They well, how can you? Yeah, yeah, okay. Wow, <laughs> you got me there. Maybe Fine. we need a gay Christmas special. Because Who would I'm be sure that gay doesn't mean had to have been Well, you know, with gay, ca- actually openly gay characters, not like Rudolph with you know those gay reindeers and all that.
6: it <laughs> to be reindeer. One. Oh yeah, like they were very nasty. A, yeah, the they're, bullying. They're hooking up in the North Pole. Yeah. And like, oh. oh with those elves. Ooh, Dasher those and Dancer elves. and
0: Prancer and Vixen. Well, come on, I how
2: don't many be Vixen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course, yeah. you. You're a, do. a Prancer. <laughs> I think I've I've, I the Peewee one. the Peewee Playhouse one is pretty gay, actually. Well, there's, that's true. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot to Christmas? read between the lines on that one. If you
1: have I been missing. Well, he was always so sexually. The innuendos were always there. Yeah, and they're for adults on one level and then for kids on
2: another. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's very camp, and it's very it's very funny, hmm. the Pee Wee Playhouse special.
0: We've got less than a minute left, and we're going to be out and turn
6: the mics over to
0: you. Okay. So, uh, and Lisa Bloom. I will be your guest. Yes. I will be your
6: co-host next so Friday, right? next week on Drop the Subject, uh, is still out, and so she's uh, in Asia going to a wedding in India, then traipsing through Nepal. So next Friday, on our last day with special guest host, John Durant will be joining me as our special guest host for the full show, and we'll um, we'll be... Accessing your encyclopedia-like brain. Oh, for the the Friday the Thirteenth show. Yeah. So maybe we'll do something like spooky or something. Yes. Or, you know, I'm having a Zodiac reader on my show next Friday the Thirteenth. Of course mm-hmm. you are. Of course of we are. Why wouldn't you? you? Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll see you for next week for that, and um, we'll see everyone for Drop the Subject uh, with Doctor Jane in about ten minutes. All right. Awesome, Billy Masters. Thank you for co-hosting. Delightful with me today. to be here. Yeah. Check
1: out BillyMasters.com <laughs> on the web and. Uh, your gay papers, support your gay papers around the country because if you don't support them, we're not going to have any left.
3: They're yeah, not. Dennis That's
1: Osborne, so Byron Noreen, thank you guys for
0: coming Our back. Pleasure. As always, happy holidays to you, however and you are And thank you, John you. Duran. Yes, yeah, it was, was a fun time. time. Jason, thank you for Jason, putting up with all the gay glitter. A straight thank boy you. with the good
1: eyebrows. The straight boy with the good
0: eyebrows, yes.
1: <laughs> we'll year
0: see you next week. We'll